Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. How do you serve your community and what are the, the unique needs of your community? We're going to learn about one community today in which and the ways that, that they've found to, to serve in their community as well. Joining me today, Cheryl Teets. She's teacher and director of Jesus Our Savior Preschool. Cheryl, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is an honor. Tell us about where Jesus Our Savior Preschool is located. We are located in Winnebago, Nebraska. My dad is on the Winnebago Reservation. What What does life look like there on the reservation? Tell us about the community and... And, and what that looks like, what life looks like there. You know what? It, I'm just blessed to be here and able to share the love of Jesus here with the the tribe, the Winnebago tribe. We also have the Omaha tribe right next door in Macy, Nebraska, and we also serve them. It It's a wonderful community. It's the Ho-Chunk is the language that they speak here. We do use that in our curriculum too here at Jesus Our Savior Preschool. And I have been here for 13 years. And so I am starting to feel a part of the community. They are accepting me. And that is just really a blessing for me. I just truly love so many of the people here. And it's a great place to serve the Lord. So I guess, did you ask me another question? I kind of, I kind of, did a funny trail there, I think. <laughs> well, that's great. I, I, well, I was just wanting to learn more about the community where where you serve, where Jesus Our Savior Preschool is, and, and learn more about the people you get to serve there. When did the idea for Jesus Our Savior Preschool begin? Where was the where was the idea for starting a preschool in the the reservation community? Where, where did that all start? Okay. Well, Pastor Jacob was called to serve here. The Winnebago tribe actually asked the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod for spiritual leadership. And so Pastor Ricky Jacob and his wife, Kim, moved here and their family in 1993. Actually, June 29th of 1993 was their first day. And so we are celebrating the 30th year of Jesus Our Savior outreach this year as well. And Pastor Jacob was always looking for ways to serve, best serve in this community. And he really saw a need and he was always welcome to suggestions from the tribe as well. And they kind of together found that there was a shortage because there's so many children in the Winnebago tribe and there was not enough of the preschool program available. A lot of the children were on a waiting list so it was actually Pastor Jacob, God using Pastor Jacob to realize that need and being alerted to that need and seeing that need. And so he called our, call our, well, he asked for recommendations for a teacher and Jana Englehart actually was the first teacher here. And she started in 1998, the fall of 1998. So 
She served for 12 years and then they asked me to become the next teacher because Jana actually took a call and she is in the Dominican Republic now serving there. And so I was blessed to be asked to join here. And so it was all God using Pastor Jacob that actually saw the vision for that. Wow. So what does what does a typical day look like at Jesus Our Savior Preschool for the students and for the families? Well, in the morning, we have two classes a day. Actually, I have a morning class and an afternoon class. And they come in and they, the parents or family members that bring them in, I always greet them too by name and the children, each one, and welcome them into the preschool. We have a schedule for the day. And in that schedule, we do circle time. And at circle time, I teach him the Lord's Prayer, the Apostle Creed, the Ten Commandments. Now, it's not typical like the Ten Commandments way of teaching that you would probably in catechism. For example, I would say, oh, well, the Second Commandment says, you shall not use the name of the Lord your God in vain. I guess that's the old way of saying it, but I'm going to go get my book here. But so then I will say, should we use cuss words? And no, no, no. What's some good words you could say? And they uh, say, Jesus loves you or Jesus praise the Lord or something like that. And just say the fourth commandment is honor your father and your mother. And the fifth commandment is you shall not murder. And so I'll say, should we hit, kick, bite, scratch, say unkind things, push, shove, take other people's toys, stick out our tongue? And no, 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 they say. And what some good things you could do? Say, I'm sorry, I forgive you. Jesus loves you. Share your toys. Different things like that. And that's how I implement the Ten Commandments. So we do that every day during circle time. We also have a theme verse every year. And this year's theme verse was Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And as you will recognize, it is the Great Commission. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And if you can visualize all of these things, I have like foot chart or and actions too. So it, they're getting it from all their learning styles. And so it doesn't take them long. And they know those theme verses and the, and the Lord's Prayer and the Apostles' Creed and, and the Ten Commandments and our theme song because we, I, I'm teaching to us all of the learners excuse me, all the learning styles. So, and they also know, and this year we learned the continent song too, because we're supposed to go into all the world, right? So Europe, Asia, Africa, North America, South America, and there is Antarctica. Don't forget Australia, seven continents, seven continents. And so we talk about going to share the good news and I'll say, what's the good news? And they'll shout out, Jesus loves you. 
And that is such a blessing to me to hear them say that. And they will say that their parents and family members and and in greeting. And I've overheard that. And it's so cool. So that's great. Okay. I feel I feel like I'm in your classroom today. And that's just yeah, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, it's very it's really neat. And we also use the Concordia Story Bible. If you are familiar with that, it's a great Bible. And each week we teach one lesson out of that Bible. And Pastor will take us over on Wednesday for chapel and he'll lead us in the Bible story and and also in the Apostle Tree, the Lord's Prayer. We have an actual little chapel service with Pastor Jacob on Wednesday. And so they're very familiar with the, the Bible and the pictures are great in it. And Zion Lutheran Carney supplies us with Bibles every year so that each one of the students at the beginning of the year is able to take home that Bible. And, and of course, they're familiar with that Bible. So they're going to show those pictures to their and be able to tell the story at the end of the week to their families too. So they're being little missionaries in their own little family. So a shout out to Zion Carney for blessing us with that opportunity to share in the home as well with the Bible. What are some stories you've heard from children or their families of how Jesus Our Savior Preschool has made a difference for them? You know, I'm so super excited because this, Sunday, we will be celebrating our 25th year of the ministry here in Winnebago. And so I'm going to be hearing a lot of stories because we're going to have an open mic during our our meal, our six o'clock, 6 p.m. meal. And so I could probably tell you a bunch more stories then, but some that are coming to mind right now to me are, of course, I already mentioned that we have a theme Bible verse every year. And once the students learn that, and because they do so quickly with the different ways that I teach it, it is so fun to hear stories about that verse and what happens at home with that verse. And one of the ones that just gives me a chuckle every year is Jelena went home and she made sure that every single person in her family was able to recite that Bible that Bible passage, and she worked with them until they could do it. And her parents would come in and tell me about that, said, oh, somebody else learned it now or something. But it was her mission that everybody in her family was going to learn that verse. And she was the teacher. And isn't that pretty cool that a four-year-old is doing that? And that one always makes me smile. Another one that I think about is, you know, we have, before we have our snack every day, we have a prayer time. And I let the student listen to what I ha- what what I'm talking to the Lord about, and then I give them an opportunity to say what's on their heart. And it is just beautiful how they share their heart too with their all. They'll name off all of their family members, and they'll even say sometimes they'll pray for me, which blesses my heart and Pastor Jacob, and Jesus, our Savior, preschool. And one of the things that I often say at the end of my prayer is, help us to grow up, to be all you want us to be. And I'll hear them say that, too, during their prayer time. And so our snack takes a long time because it's to get around to each one of the students 
to share their heart in prayer takes a little bit sometimes, especially if they're saying all their family and extended family. And that's one of the really super cool things about the Winnebago tribe. They are very, very family-oriented. And so in the Ho-Chunk culture, it's instead of cousins, they're their sisters, their brothers, and that their aunts are all considered their nannies or their mothers. And it's really very tight-knit, close family. And so to be accepted as part of that has just been such a blessing to me to be to feel like I'm included in their family. It's so neat to be a part of their family too. I really feel like they have accepted me here. And I've been here 13 years, so it's taken a gradual time to to be in that place. But it's so, so amazing to me to be loved by them too. We are learning about the Lord's work at Jesus R. Saver Preschool in the Winnebago Reservation. Our guest today, Cheryl Teets, teacher and director. We'll learn more in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Today we're learning about the Lord's work at Jesus, our Savior Preschool in the Winnebago Reservation. Our guest is Cheryl Teets, teacher and director for the preschool. And we've been learning about the how the how the children have been learning the Lord's Word and bringing it into their homes and great stories of how the children themselves have been witnesses to the Lord's love and bringing that good news into their own homes. Just by modeling what, what you have done, what you, as a teacher, what you've been doing, they're, they're modeling that and sharing that, reflecting that in their own prayers, and then going home and being teachers in their own family, sharing the, the, the memory verses that they've been working on, learning the Lord's Word and, and encouraging their own family making their own family memorize the, <laughs> the the memory verses that they've been working on, and in that sense, being witnesses and teachers as well. You mentioned earlier, Cheryl, that you've been learning a, a lot about the community that you serve on the reservation and how you have become, in a sense, welcomed and accepted by them. What are some of the valuable things that you've learned about this community on the Winnebago Reservation? I have learned over the years and thanks to Pastor Jacob, he was here several years prior to me, so he was a good teacher with it as well. But just the different culture and customs that they have, just learning the language. We have had teachers come in to teach us the, the language, and I also work with them with the Ho-Chunk language. And so that greeting them in the morning with a tiny P, tiny P means good morning in Ho-Chunk. That has been really important to 
the culture here to the people for me to be using some of their language daily in our in our talk. We do teach the Lord's Prayer in the Ho-Chunk language too. It's to music. So Pastor Jacob and I have learned it as well. You know, anytime you put something to music, it makes it easier to learn. And pinigigi means you please me, or that's their word for thank you. They actually don't have the word thank you in their vocabulary. It's you please me, so pinigigi. And using that as I talk with the the parents and, and caretakers as they bring their child just is another way of connecting with them, I guess I would like to say. And so over the years, being here for 13 years, I do know several phrases and the colors, the numbers, and different things like that, the shape, different things that you would teach a preschooler and how to count in how chunk those types of things. And I do teach that in our curriculum, but we also teach song too. There was, there we always sing every year a song that has the Ho-Chunk language besides the Lord's Prayer. And at Christmas time, we have a gathering of all the students and we perform the the first nativity and they have costumes and we act out the Matthew story and the Matthew 2 story and and we will sing Silent Night by candlelight in the Ho-Chunk language. And all of those ways are ways that show the Winnebago tribe that that we care and about their culture. And there's different things to funerals that I've learned, like appropriate dress and, and just different things that they do. And I it's taken me several years to learn it, but it that it I feel like I am more attuned to all of that too. So is, did that answer your question? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. And, and you've shared about pastor and connecting with the, you know, with chapel and, and other opportunities. What are the the ways that the ministry has been able to reach beyond what happens in the classroom? How do you see the ministry there reaching families and the community beyond what happens just in the classroom? Well, by making the connection with the families and loving on their children, that's very, very, very important to them that I love their children and they see that. And so then I'm able to make connection with them and over the years have met many neat people. And so in 2016, God just placed it upon my heart that to start a woman Bible study. And I targeted those parents and grandparents or mothers and grandparents and aunties of families that I had developed relationship with. And we started a women's Bible study. And so that has been a neat way to an inroad to the adult population. On Wednesday, Pastor, I want to say that was 2014, I think. We started something called Kids Bible Adventure Hour, and it's an after-school program on Wednesdays and for about an hour or a little better, and that we targeted preschoolers that had attended here, and they went off to the what we call the big school, and, and then bringing them back in to remind them of the Lord's Prayer, the Apostles' Creed, the Ten Commandments, the Bible stories. We have a craft time, a snack time, and we're targeting those that have already attended preschool. And then 
they invite their friend. And so we've connected with that population through Kids Bible Adventure Hour and continuing on with what they've learned in preschool and then sharing that with the community as well. So anyone that is welcome that's ages 5 to 12 and can that have been a neat ministry to, to, to witness. And then again, the adults are coming to pick up the students. And so we're able to interact, say, Jesus loves you. That's a common phrase around here. And just sharing God's love and the promise of the promises that he has given us. And also another ministry that we started, I think it was in like 2018. We, we have like, a, I send out birthday cards to all of my former preschoolers, anybody that's entered the preschool and, and they become a part of my heart. And so I have a list of all of them and I connect with them on their at their birthday time or other special events in their life. I'll send a card if there's a death in the community, different things like that. I have, because I have all of their addresses and everything. And so I'm connecting with them to just keep that relationship open with them in case they want to come to talk to me. And they do, which is really super cool. Last fall, for just for an example, I um, opened up the door to let one of the preschoolers go and, and at the end of the day. And some, his name is Raiden. Raiden is in eighth grade and he was running up the ramp to the preschool waving the card that he had just gotten in the mail saying, you remember my birthday. And of course, in there, it's going to say, Jesus loves you. Jesus has a special plan for your life. And I'm praying for you, different things like that. So that's another neat ministry. And I have been so blessed for with, with greeting cards. I just put it out there that I could use greeting cards and Stamps have been sent to me so that I can continue this ministry too. So that's another neat way to connect with them. Keep that connection open at least once a year that I'm communicating with them. So they know that they, you know, that they can come to me if they need me or want to. And that's another neat thing too. My door is always open. After school, I often get former preschoolers come in the door and just to greet with me. And, and of course, I always have to have a snack for them and just to love on them and say, just remind them that Jesus loves you and just have that, just try to keep that connection open. And I'll often hear from them or their parents, they want to come back to preschool and they'll measure themselves up to what is on the, the you know, like the ramp or the, we have a reading loft and they say, I never, I, can, I can't fit under here anymore. They're too tall. And, and I said, yep, you're not in preschool anymore, but it's fun to have them remember, remember their time here as a good thing and a blessing in their lives. Hmm. Well, 25 years is certainly a milestone. Thanks be to God for that milestone and to celebrate it. Who have been the partners in ministry that have helped carry on this mission for 25 years? Oh, wow. There are so many people out there that love this ministry and support it. That is how we are supported. We, people who believe in this ministry, they, and God just keeps, for 25 years, the doors open and it's so super neat. So it's people in 
in the United States of America. It's because we get uh, funding from people from, I just, from California. Just a lady just sent me a note and said, uh, read about you in one of the Lutheran Engage magazine, I think it was. And how can I bless your ministry? Give me your want and need list. And she did everything that was on my want and need list. She just sent me everything, and which is still making me go, wow, because the, uh, the FedEx guy, and the, he knows me by name now because she, <laughs> he's at my door all the time. But just people all across the United States who know about this ministry and see it and believe in it, and, and that's who supports us. That's how we have been here for 25 years, which is super, super amazing to watch. I, I get to have a front row seat watching God at work. And that brings tears to my eyes because it is so super amazing how he has has us here, how he has us here, that the tribe asked for us to come in 30 years ago and how he had sustained that ministry for 30 years and the preschool side of it for 25 I could start naming names of people, and I'm not going to, but I'm sure many of your listeners know a lot of them, but I don't want to say anybody, signal anybody out because I don't want to leave anybody out. But it takes a lot of people to support this ministry, and they're out there, and they're doing it. And I just want to thank them because God's using them in really neat ways. And like I said, I get to have a front row seat to that. Very good. We can certainly learn more about Jesus Our Savior Preschool in the current issue of Lutherans Engage. Our guest today, Cheryl Teets, teacher and director for Jesus Our Savior Preschool in the Winnebago Reservation. Thank you so much for spending time with us on the Coffee Hour today and sharing this wonderful story. Thank you so much for having me. And everybody out there in Radio Land, I just want to tell you, Jesus loves you. He does. He truly does. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.